Hey, Go Church family, welcome back. I'm here with Pastor Matt Hattable. Hey, everybody. Last week, Pastor Matt was very excited and just jumped. I just jumped. I just jumped right in. And now, now he's being extra quiet. I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> Praise God! We're happy to be with you, <laughs> and we're excited to get stuck into this month's series called Rooted 2.0. This is going to be good. It is. So. The first thing I'm going to say is that today is part one out of part three for our May series. The goal of these podcasts really is to provide supplemental materials, provide some, some teaching and provide some outline so that you can have productive and really, really, really helpful discussions in the grow groups. Yeah, because grow groups are where we grow. And that's the center of Go Church Beirut. Like we were talking last week, um, a good question to ask yourself is, which is my grow group? Where, where is my grow group? Not the one that I go to, but the one that I belong to. And we, because we want to find the place where we belong. That's, that's important. That's why we say Go Church is your place to love, grow, and go. We, we say this, we want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God, grow in his love and go with that love to the world. But where that happens is, is in your place. And uh, Gilbert, you shared this when we were together doing our podcast in December uh, about the importance of your place. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that your place, that's where we grow. In fact, I think on theme, that's where we are rooted. Yeah. And uh, if, you find, if you find plants that get moved around a lot, they're not strong, they're not tall, and they're not producing fruit. Absolutely. So just to answer your question, I, I'm spending most of my time at Synod Feed <laughs> Grow Group on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And there's plenty of space, so please feel free to join I'd love to see you there. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but... <laughs> no, I just really want to share that. Okay. So, so uh, another thing is, in case you, you weren't with us on the Big Sunday, you can listen to the message right here on podcast as well. Uh, and we encourage you to join us at our Big Sunday gatherings. It's every second Sunday of every month. Yeah, and the, that's where we introduce the subject of the series. The Big Sunday gatherings are where all of our groups come together. So we're a group-based church, but we have these uh, big celebrations. And we also come together on the fourth Friday of every month for a believer's gathering. And that's a time where we, we worship, we uh, just give space for the Holy Spirit to minister and, and, and touch as He would. Praise God. So... Let's get right into our discussion for this week. Um, basically, we introduced the subject of Rooted 2.0 last week. We talked about different stages of spiritual growth. We really introduced the idea of what spiritual growth looks like. But now we're going to start talking about how to live in it practically and what you know how this really happens in us. So as I get into it, I want to talk about the purpose of this series. Yeah. We always have a purpose for every series we do at Go Church Beirut. And it's really a practical purpose. I mean, the idea is to is because we want to see changes in your lives. We want to see changes in our lives. So the purpose is that we want all of our Go Church family to recognize the need for spiritual growth and to learn practically how we can continue to grow spiritually. 
And the main points which we're going to be covering over the month are these three points. Point number one, sewing. This is, like we said, we're, we're, the, our series is called Rooted. So we're taking the, the theme of a cedar tree growing up, or really any tree growing up, and we're, we're looking at these different parts and how we can experience them. So sowing is the first part. And we're going to talk about today the seed sown in our lives and that seed being the word of God. Part two is growing. And we're going to talk about the growth of that seed and the nurturing of that seed being our responsibility. And part three is fruitfulness, which is basically the measure and the result of the seed being successful mm. in its course. Yeah. So these are the three subjects which we're gonna talk about over the three weeks. So today let's go back to sowing. And Pastor Matt, I'm gonna ask you to, to, to share with us the parable of the sower, because that's applicable in this. Well, I just, I wanna back up to our main text. Yeah. Um, because when we look at the parable of the sower in Mark, um, it's in chapter four. Mark chapter 4, and it's also in Matthew. Uh, it's recorded in Matthew as well. Um, but I, I, before we get into that, I want to read Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, again from the Truth Translation. And it's, um, it says, So this is my message to you, because you have already received Christ Jesus as your Lord, continue to live in Him. So, not a one-time event, mm -hmm. not something that happened once in the past, but this is a, a lifestyle and a, and a path of growth. So other translations say, so walk in him. So walk in him. It's yeah. continual. Like it's, it's something that we keep doing. It's a process and there's, uh, there's, a, there's a path, there's a way. Yeah. And then verse seven, you have been rooted in him. That's, that's really the work of the Holy Spirit. It's, it's supernatural. Uh, we talked, you know, about being rooted. Uh, but when we receive Jesus, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, uh, he uses this term, baptizes us into Christ. We are immersed into him. You know, uh, this month we're doing a water baptism. And if you, if you, if you come, you'll see that there's a point at which the person being baptized, you don't see them anymore because they are immersed into water. We're immersed into Christ, which means you don't see where he starts and I end and I end and he begins. I'm lost in him. The old me is gone and the only thing that's left is I'm a new creature in him. So I've been rooted in him. Now what? It says here, so now grow up in him. Let your trust in him continue to grow stronger as you live in the good of what you have been taught. There's, there's a, like a mouthful right there that we could spend a lot of time on. There needs to be an outworking of what we hear in what we do. So what, what I hear in grow group, what we discuss in our grow group needs to show up outside of the grow group. 
And, you know, we've said this before, but the best way to get something out of Go Church Beirut is to take something out of a Go Church Beirut grow group meeting and turn it loose in your life. And then he says, and let your hearts overflow with thankfulness to God. So that is an expanded version of Love, Grow, Go. We're rooted in God's love. We grow in his love. And then we go. We outflow. We we let that love overflow into others. So, Don't you love our values? I do. (laughs) I do. And I think it's important that we not just uh, share it in words, but that we as a church, we exhibit it constantly. Yeah. So this week we're talking about sowing the mighty cedars of Lebanon, which fun fact, cedars of Lebanon were mentioned in the oldest piece of literature on the planet. I don't know if you know that or not. I didn't. And uh, it's, it's a, a treasure of this part of the world, of these, of these mountains above us. Um, the cedars began not as these giant trees that we see on the flag. They began as a seed. Everything begins as a seed. What do you do with seed? You sow it. If a seed remains in a bag or in a, like a, a hopper or a bin, it'll never produce fruit. But inside of a seed, God put everything necessary to make its full design come to pass. Yep. So Jesus, in Mark chapter 4, he says something in verse 14. He says, the sower sows the word. And he shares this story, and we won't take time to read the whole thing here, but I would encourage you to read the fourth chapter of Mark for this reason. Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand all parables? And then he said, to you it's given to understand this. So I can understand this parable, and there is There is understanding for me in the way the kingdom of God works. In fact, here in Mark 4, Jesus said, you can understand the way the whole kingdom of God works by looking at how a person plants a seed in the ground. Something so simple can explain something that we can't fully comprehend with our own language. But there is a miracle that happens when we put a seed in the ground. So, sowing, Mark chapter 4, Jesus said, a sower sows the word. And here's the picture Jesus paints. A sower is going out, he's going to plant, and he's got a bag full of seed, and he's going to scatter this seed on the ground. And as he's doing that, some of the seed falls on the ground where he's walking. It's the path. It's it's just a a hard-packed path that he's walking out to the field, and some of the seed falls there. And some of the seed falls on ground that's full of stones, and some of the seed falls on ground that's full of thorns. And some of the seed falls on ground that's rich, that's prepared, that is ready to receive the seed. What I think is interesting about 
Mark chapter 4, is that the seed is the same, no matter what kind of ground it falls on. But also, the ground is the same. The ground that the farmer is walking on is the same as the soil that produces the big mm. harvest, except it's in different condition. Yeah, that's good. The, the path that the farmer is walking on is dry and it's pushed down. It's compressed. And because of that, it's not in a position to receive the seed. And then the, the soil that's full of thorns or full of rocks, again, it's just like the other soil. It's just in a different condition. And in every case, the seed is capable of producing fruit, but it only produces fruit when the soil is prepared to receive it. And so here we see that the word, Jesus said in chapter, uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 14, says the sower sows the word. So the word is the seed. The word of God will produce in anyone's life. The word of God, the liberty, victory, and power that I have seen Jesus do in me, he will do in anyone because the word always, always works. But the condition of someone's heart to receive it is sometimes different. And there's one thing, you know, we could spend a lot of time on this. Um, and, you know, we have, you and I have talked at length about this. But I want to read from Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13, verse 18, um, is something very powerful. Jesus said, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. The, the work of the devil is not like what's depicted in horror movies, but it is the attempt to rob understanding, to cloud understanding. How does he do that? Well, in Genesis, we see that he does it with questions. Did God really say? Is that really what God meant? And if, if, we, if he can rob us of understanding, then we wind up like that soil that's too hard to receive the seed. And though the seed could produce everything God intended for it to do, we're not ready to receive it. Understanding is key. And why I bring this up, uh, many of you, if you've been around uh, any length of time, you know that we're constantly praying from Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, Paul prayed for the church in Ephesus. But what did he pray for? He said, I'm praying that you would receive a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding, understanding yeah. would be enlightened. Did you notice Paul didn't pray that the church in Ephesus would receive something new? He said, I'm praying that you'll receive understanding of what you already have received from him. Yeah. You know what's amazing about this? 
the most consistent thing is the seed. Yes. Like the only thing that never changed and has all the same information to produce all the same fruitfulness is in the same seed, whether it lands here, there, there, or there, right? And that's really why we're talking about this. So, I mean, initially, you know, we're talking about growing up spiritually. What does growing up spiritually look like? And we just spent a whole bunch of time talking about seed. Why? It's because this is the first stage of growing up. Like, yes. We, the only thing that will make a difference to our lives spiritually is the word of God, which is planted in us, which will then work in us. So First yes. Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13 says this, when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God which also effectively works in you who believe. Something that I say frequently to myself is the word is working in me. Praise God. And, and see, like a seed, if you, again, Jesus said you can understand the way the kingdom works by looking at how a person plants seed. There is a time that you plant a seed. It looks like nothing is happening. But something is happening. We yeah. talked about that last week. Just because you don't see something above, above the soil, a miracle is happening. Because sure. there is a transformation that's taking place. And one thing is producing something else. Yeah. So if I go back to what you just talked about, the understanding. So, so Matthew 13, 19. So when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away. So somehow not understanding is not positioning yourself to receive the seed. Yes. So if I say not understanding is the equivalent of not allowing that seed to be sown into my heart, basically. So if I'm not understanding, I'm, I'm refusing to let the words, the seed, come into my heart and start to work in me to produce a change. Yeah, and you make the important point there that this is of the heart. So there are things that uh, we may never understand with our head about the way the kingdom of God works. Mm -hmm. Read First, First Corinthians chapter 13 about love. You might not understand that with your head, but if you let your heart possess that, yeah. And say, you know what? This is true. This, I, you know what? I've, I'm deciding to make this true for me. It wasn't true for me five minutes ago. I didn't act according to this, but I'm just going to let this be my, yeah. my definition and my identity. Then what I'm doing is I'm, I'm taking that. And, and Colossians, we, if we keep reading in Colossians, we say, I'm making room for that to dwell in me richly. Praise God. So you know what else I really like about the parable of the sower? The, the end of the parable, Jesus talks about that seed, you know, once it's sown to good ground and then it does what it was designed to do and what, what it actually does, which is works in us, mm -hmm. then it produces 30, 60, and 100 fold of fruitfulness. Yeah. Right, because it says that it bears fruit and produces some 100, some 60, some 30. 
And it also is important to look at the ground and rocks. I mean, the, the, the ground with the rocks and the ground with the thorns. Because um, you see, in that, Jesus said that it imme- the seed immediately sprouted. It immediately, so you started seeing this upward growth, like what you talked about last week. Yeah. But because it didn't have roots or its roots were shallow, what happened? It didn't survive. It didn't last. It didn't produce fruit. That's why fruitfulness is the measure of spiritual maturity. Yeah. So fruitfulness is the measure of spiritual maturity, not rapid growth, not oh, I made a big change, not, oh, look at this trophy that I, I have now as a, uh, a believer because I, I brought 25 people to know Jesus. Well, that's great. But the fruitfulness in you, and that's what we're talking about in this series, is way, way more important than just some outward thing, even good things that you can point to. What about how the Word is working in you? Did you know that you can't sow seed unless you get the fruit which contains the seed? Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want seed to, to actually be able to sow into other people's lives, you need fruit first. That's right. But let's not jump ahead. <laughs> let's, let's take our time and talk about this because there's so much here. I mean, we're just talking about the parable of the sower. We're talking about the seed being sown is the word of God. We're talking about how the word is alive, the word is working in us. So Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says that, that the, the, the word of God is alive and powerful. Yeah. Right? Alive and powerful. Those are two important Holy Spirit descriptions of the word of God. Yep. I mean, I, I, I put down a bunch of scriptures here and I'm like, I, I'd love to read them. And this is something we can come back to, but you know, Colossians chapter three, verse 16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly yeah. in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. So what, what I really like about this is, is how the word of Christ can dwell in me richly and how it can then help me learn and teach and help others. You know, this is something that's so, so, so powerful to me. So seeing this, um, this, this parable and understanding this parable, I understand the value in the seed. I don't, I don't downplay the importance of that word getting in me yeah. and that word living in me and that word and me guarding that word and taking responsibility over that seed until it matures. And that's something that's really, really important. The, the first part, the, the part of sowing, you know, we, we shouldn't despise or, or, or look at the seed lightly, but we should understand the value of that seed. You know, um, talking about this reminds me, uh, when I lived in the United States, I was a, uh, I really liked grass. Now that may sound very silly, and I appreciate the fact that it sounds silly, but I just, I liked, I liked mowing, um, probably because I didn't do it as a job, <laughs> but, um, I enjoyed, you know, when Julie and I, we had our house in, uh, um, 
in Oklahoma, we had a big yard and uh, I took meticulous care of my grass. But there was this other guy that lived in our neighborhood and his grass was always greener. And so I would talk to him about, you know, what do like you... like that expression, the grass is always greener. His grass was greener. And I would talk to him, I'd say, what do you put on your yard? So we talked about different kinds of chemicals that we put, um, and I would go buy what he bought. Finally, I was talking, uh, after we, we got rid of that place and we got rid of our yard completely, and uh, I, uh, I was... Um, Julie was in Bible school. I was talking with uh, a, another friend, and I told him this story. And he said, oh, I'll tell you what that guy was doing. Because even, no matter, I put the same chemicals, I watered the same, my yard was never as green as his. And uh, he, he said, I'll tell you what he did. I said, what? He said, he just kept putting seed in his ground, in, in his yard. And I said, really? He's like, yeah. So I gu guarantee you. So uh, I did that to my, my mom and dad's, uh, at my mom and dad's house. I just started putting grass seed out. They're, they didn't need it. Their grass was full. In fact, my, my, my dad does not share my love of mowing. And so he wasn't, he wasn't all that excited about me doing it. And sure enough, he was exactly right. Because if you just keep putting seed in, you know what happens? The grass gets greener. Man, it's, <laughs> that's really good, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's amazing. And you know, the same thing, the same thing works with me. Uh, I, I could say, well, I already know all the Bible verses backwards and forwards about what it means to be in Christ. But I don't, I, I don't let that stop me. I just keep putting the seed in. I just keep putting that seed in. Who I am in Christ and meditating on those scriptures. And I want to challenge you, uh, we're out of time, but take, take time this week and, and do what Jesus said here. Reach into the word and sow some seed into you. Yeah, that's you. really good. That's really good. I mean, in closing this, uh, this week, I, I do want to share this one more thing, which you just talked about, and that's meditating. So, how can we protect the seed and allow it to grow? It is meditating. Yes, that's and actually, exactly right. th that's uh, you know, that's not from my own brain. That's from Psalm one. Yeah. If we look at Psalm one, uh, verses two and three. So we're talking about blessed. So verse one talks about blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. I mean, when the psalm was written, the word of God at the, that moment was the law of the Lord. So yeah, yeah. we can turn those words into the word of God. Yeah. You know, his delight is in the word of God. And in his word, he meditates day and night. Amen. So what happens then? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So talk about rooted, talk about planted, talk about sowing seed in the right place. Yeah, in the right place. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season. Fruitful. Whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. Amen. Man, that's good. So uh, to put that into practice, I'm just going to challenge everyone to take a little time. Just use this verse. There's a lot, but this verse that, that uh, Gilbert read, 1 Thessalonians Chapter 2, verse 13. 
You can just uh, meditate on this verse. What do we mean? Say this to yourself. Say, the Word of God is working in me. In, me. in fact, you could say it like this. The Word of God is working mightily in me, strong working in me. It's doing a lot in me. It may not look like it on the outside, but the Word is working in you, and I believe it. And if no one told you yet today, we love you, and we're expecting good things in you because the Word of God is working mightily in you. Amen. Praise God. Bless you. We'll see you next week.